You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch bad movies and share bad. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is the Good luck! Tide goes in, tide goes out. Never miss communication. It's over 9,000! My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. Hello everybody, welcome to Phoenix 92.5 FM, my name is Dara Connor, you're listening to a very special edition of Nerd to Know Basis and the Wrestling Rewind. This is our non-canon crossover special spectacular with myself and of course my co-host, the reigning, defending, undisputed, one and oh, Mr. Martin Herty. How are you, Martin? Grand, how's she gotten? Good, uh, fierce rambunctious. Fierce rambunctious, as it so always folks- should be. Exactly. So, so folks, if you're listening to us on this slot and you're like, oh, where's where's to No Basis? Well, this is Nerd to No Basis for this week. Uh, it, the folks weren't able to do a show this week. Uh, we want to do something a little bit different. So this is a, a non-canon crossover special between the two shows where um, if you don't get a chance to check it out today, it will be going out on our normal time slot and then we'll be back to normal. So obviously we do the rewind every Friday, um, well, live on the internet at half ten over on our YouTube and Twitch, um, but it's at 8 p.m. on Tuesdays on the show. So obviously you can check it out there as well. And we cover, Martin, what do we cover on the Rewind? We cover, well, uh, the idea is that it's kind of classic wrestling, but um, but if something comes up, if something's really good or really big happening, you know, uh, in modern wrestling, whether it's WWE or AEW, uh, we'll give that a go as well. Yeah, and, and well, it's it's all wrestling, whatever and, the wrestling is. And at the moment now, we're uh, halfway through, almost the end of WCW. We're at like WCW two thousand. The the very end, almost there. So if this is your first show. Check us out. Go over to uh, Nerd to Know Media, and they're all there. NerdToKnowMedia.com. Our, our last WCW show we did was uh, described as the last good. Uh, pay-per-view WCW had and it was not good so. well ah no there was that one segment now come on yeah there was okay. it was the greatest wrestling segment of all time so, <laughs> that's not a with good David Flair with David Amazing. Flair folks if you haven't checked that out you know you have to listen to our that was like two hours man we talked for two hours on that oh and could it, I just had to go to bed because I had training the next morning it was funny. So I was talking to my bassist in uh, in Horanda, and I was—he's a big OSW fan. We have to get him on the show at one point, actually. He's a big wrestler, Mark. And I was telling him about our our Bukali list. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and I was, you know, obviously legally distinct from OSW, so we don't get, you know, completely separate, not completely trademark. separate, legally distinct. <laughs> and uh, he was saying, I was like, right. So what would you? Who would you describe as a Bukali? And he's like, Scotty Duhati. And I'm oh like, yeah, he's a perfect Bukley right there. 
And Scotty Tuhati is in Ireland. He's doing a couple of uh, OTT shows in Dublin and oh, Belfast. Man. We'll have to get we have to get an interview with him and see what and make him a bookily shirt and give it to him. Oh yeah. I think it'd be awesome. And not explain to him what it means. And just be like, this is for you. What, what's Bukali? Uh Legend. Means legend. <laughs> Icon of the ring. <laughs> oh, Skelga. Oh, man. I think this is I, a great idea. We've got to do this. I went to see uh, Bret Hart up in Belfast. And I tried to get a, a hurl. I wanted to present him with a wee hurl that right. had uh, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Um, in Irish inscribed yep. on it and it turns out to get that translated into Irish is nearly bloody impossible because of the uh, the way sort of grammar and nouns in that work in Irish yep. there has to be you can't just say the best there is there has to be an object that is yep. the best yeah so it ended up being like it just wasn't the, the snappy headline it was <laughs> it ended up being like this long-winded haiku well to be fair Gael Gaelic is actually quite cool uh, the way it's like when you actually understand it and I, I think a lot of it is from and we're getting completely off topic but I mean it is pretty cool when you look at certain things like names of places mm. make way more sense when you translate them back to Gaelic yeah because they don't make any sense in, in English like it's like that makes no sense and then you try and tell your back like, oh for example there's a place in Mead called Nobber right <laughs> right it makes no sense right but when you translate that back to Irish it comes from Ober the place of work oh, there was yeah. a big there was a big work site there so i even said that's where the workplace is so it just means the workplace but it means makes no sense in in uh anglicized english but anglicized yeah. irish it's weird but it's the same where i live like fork hill is like fork hill what the yeah. hell of the forks was it no but it's fork hill which yeah. is the uh the tree fort oh that's so cool ring of trees um newry like newry that's just a noise, but it comes from Yuri Kintra, the yew tree at the end of the strand. Like it's, you know, it's why even if you're not an Irish speaker, and I'm not an Irish speaker, I only have a couple of fuckle, I think it's important to have a, a basic understanding of it to know those, like uh, where those origins are. When I was in school, I was terrible at Irish, I'll be honest with you. I learned Irish after learning Latin when I was in college. And then Irish made sense to me. Because uh, it kind of works in a similar <laughs> way. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And um, yeah, I think everyone, I think it's important for, and like we're on a community radio station now. I think it's important for everyone to kind of like know what these things mean because it, goes, it gives you that place of understanding of where you are. You know, like we're in Blanchestown, you know, and I'm going to look up what Blanchestown goes back to, but I'm pretty sure there's some Irish word in that that and, and explains to, it, you know. And to circle us all back in, one of the earliest languages of wrestling was Irish because part of pro wrestling comes yes. from the old Irish collar and elbow. It does. It does indeed. And, uh, See, people thought we were just rambling. We no, knew where look, we were going, folks. Here's the thing, folks. Uh, we did a, a panel. You didn't do a panel, but I do want to get you on the next one, Martin, when we do it. Uh, everything is wrestling where uh, we did it for Comic-Con. We're going to do it again for the next one where... Uh, you know, basically we get people to shout certain things that we have to relate back to wrestling. It's the most fun panel <laughs> ever. I love doing it. So we're going to do it with the next one. Martin, we have to come down for it. You absolutely Excellent. have to. Excellent. Uh, yeah. So yeah, well it's Keen. Like, Keen doesn't, obviously the host of uh, Nerd No Base is one of the hosts. He doesn't watch wrestling. He knows nothing about wrestling. And that's the fun of it. So he's like the straight man. And then it's me and Bryn 
<laughs> you know, trying to relay it back, and it's great. So, I mean, we're going to do it for the next Comic-Con. Uh, so if you guys haven't had a chance to see it, go to our YouTube channel, and it's there, and you'll be able to watch it. It's, uh, it's an awful lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Excellent. Speaking of fun things, or questionable fun things, uh, wrestling video games. So, Martin, sometimes we go on our tangents on the show. And, I mean, Nerd to No Basis is a show that's based on tangents. Um, but our, our wrestling show is a bit more focused. You know, we, we have a show plan sometimes. And <laughs> we we, we, follow we, it, you know? we We scribble things on scraps of paper. We have notes, you know. Like, it, it, you need to have notes when you're watching WCW, guys. Come on, from the from 2000s. Oh, God, yeah. So Because if you didn't have it written down in front of you... You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe... You'd be like, I'm remembering that wrong. That didn't happen. Yeah, no. And then when you're trying to do quotes and stuff as well, you're like, no, I need to make sure this is actually... Quoted exactly <laughs> verbatim, as, as it was said. So, uh, yeah, no, but for an earth to no basis, we usually just have random topics. So, I mean, when we go on that, where we're like, oh, let's talk about video games, blah, 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 blah. I was like, you know what? This is a perfect idea to do a show on this. And, like, you know, it, it's one thing that, like, a lot of people who are wrestling fans are gamers as well. is a huge crossover. Also, a huge Metalhead crossover. I, as I was saying, we are talking last week. Um, I was gigging a lot last week, and I'm gigging this weekend as well, and... Oh man, everyone's a wrestling fan. Everyone you talk to, it's it's crazy. It's is that um are you noticing that again as in a resurgence or has it always been that way? Is is it uh is I it going it, up or no, I think it's always been that way. I mean, like a lot of the wrestling fans you talk to who would metalheads hate WWE, modern WWE and love <laughs> AEW. I mean it it makes sense, you know, but like obviously WrestleMania was on. So, you know, everyone wants to talk to you about WrestleMania, you know, and again, it's that kind of thing where you're like, you're throwing out the signal to be like, hey, are you a wrestler fan? And you're like, oh, <laughs> and it's the whole thing, you know, and I just in the metal community, it seems to be a lot more, um, you have a much better shot of someone being a wrestling fan, you know, because I mean, like, there's a lot of, like, you finally saw some, some of horrendous stage stuff, and that's all, it's all pro wrestling, you know. Uh, I, th- I think I the, the good thing with metal as well is that if you're trying to see if someone's secretly a wrestling fan, you can throw up the old too sweet. That happened here today. So, I, if I, they, but if they don't know what you're talking about, you can just pretend you were giving them the devil horns the whole true. time. I was so actually in, covered. I was in a bar the other day, and uh, your man had an NWO shirt, and I was like, "Man, too, you know, your shirt is too sweet," and it was a whole thing, and it was great. So, I mean, I was I was in the gym the other morning, and uh, I wear my AEW hoodie to the gym. Right. And it's not just like a free jet, it's a, it's a class we do. But there was a, a guy there the other morning, and he had a hoodie on, but it was a WWE hoodie. Right. And uh, so we were battling away, doing doing the, the class or whatever. And at the end of it, I walked up to him and I said, does Cody miss us yet? <laughs> and he said, what? Oh. And I said, I pointed at my shirt. I was like, does Cody miss us yet? Uh, he looked at me like I was talking gobbledygook. <laughs> See, because, man, AEW doesn't exist for a lot of people. Particularly if you're wearing a WWE hoodie. Like, I mean, look, no, if you're wearing a WWE hoodie and it's not from the Attitude Era, I'd have questions. I'd be like... Yeah, it was it was proper yeah. WW, there was no F, like... Yeah, yeah, I mean, he just knows what's on the... the what's a BT Sports? Monday nights. <laughs> Monday nights. Actually, teen, uh, TV3 has wrestling. I mean, look. It, it's Does it? Yeah, here's the thing, right? It's never been a better time. WDB has never been more accessible to us in Ireland than it is now. And I wouldn't watch it if someone paid me. <laughs> Legitimately, you can watch it on TV3. It's also on their, the streaming service, which I can't remember the name of. And it's just there. And you're like, class. 
I wish it was good though. <laughs> what I never <laughs> understood. What I never understood how was how neither RTE nor TV three never just struck because have you ever seen any of those OTT big shows? They yeah. are great looking professional oh, stuff. Oh man, come here though. Look, you know, not to get too much into it, like crossover with the metal scene. I actually did an interview on this radio station about that. Yeah, uh, last night it went out. Check out uh, E. Mac Williams' show, Rebel Radio. Where, but the All Ireland Metal Project—that's a huge thing, and Hot Press picked it up, and no one else picked it up. So I mean, yeah, that's really. why. If, if it doesn't, if it doesn't exist, yeah. if it doesn't exist in their yeah. preview, I, same with movies though. You know, when you're like trying to pitch a movie to even in Hollywood, like it's very, very hard now because you need to—they need to have some kind of reference point. So you know, before yeah. before the Marvel Universe, you know. What was your reference point for a successful movie, Batman? That's why there's a rake of Batman and Superman <laughs> so, movies, you know. So, but now yeah, you can, but now I, you I can wanna... make it. But now you can make a movie about talking raccoon, and they'd be like, "Is it a Marvel book?" Yeah, okay, there you go. Here's millions of dollars. Like, you know, I wanna, I wanna do a haunting, really deep personal look at uh, the people most affected by the uh, by the famine, and the uh, Netflix crowd go, and and how does that fit into the metaverse? It doesn't. <laughs> Well, Netflix have lost a rake of money there recently. Uh, their stock fell through the floor. So I think the days of Netflix making everything is kind of yeah. over. <laughs> it's, and, you know. and they're they're walking around baffled. They're like, oh, my God, uh, like, how is this happening? And then you have all those lunatic commentators on Twitter and they're like, going, oh, it's because you're woke. It's because you're so woke. You're making all these woke movies. And it's like, no, it's because there's a cost of living crisis people are cutting out non-essentials and you keep raising your goddamn prices and they also make garbage and yeah you don't make <laughs> i mean it's not woke gar- well look it may or may not be but it's still garbage like it's yeah woke be. or not it's if it was like, woke uh, quality you'd be happy enough yeah that's what i mean like, just make something good like it's all you gotta do although we say the same thing about wrestling all the time it's like wwe make something good oh no you don't want to do that okay <laughs> but wwe exists here's the thing netflix exists and it is the was the banner, the banner holder of streaming services for a while. But the thing about it is, there is always sailing the high seas, which is always an option. <laughs> it's and <Yeah>. that <laughs> that existed before, it exists again, and that's what's happening. I mean, like streaming services, I have man Amazon Prime because it's free Amazon delivery, right? Basically, and also Amazon Prime usually is not bad. Um, WDB Network because we do this show, and then I have Shutter because Shutter's class. And I like horror movies. And yeah. I love horror movies. Oh, and um, can't watch them. Girlfriend really? is oh, it would ruin her evening. So fair. there's just no point in me. That's fair. And Gaia, I have uh, the the mad head case uh, one where there everything is aliens. You know, I mean, like I love it. I think it's great. I mean, like what Gaia is. Gaia is the mad stuff at three in the morning on old History Channel where everything is aliens. But they all take it incredibly <laughs> seriously. And if you want to watch a nine hour documentary. On the Sumerian, on the Sumerian Anunnaki, they're like, "Here you go. Here's more. Here's forty-five hours of it." And you're like, "Yes, I am here for this." So, I mean, that's what. <laughs> before we tear into the <laughs> into the computer games, like genuinely, I I, I don't get how RTE like because they only do their shows once a month, don't they? OTT. Yeah. yeah, it's about that. Yeah. Send down a couple of cameras. It wouldn't cost. It wouldn't cost you beans, and like. You know, you get a couple hours of um, of content, give it its spot once a month. You know, it just baffles me how the... You know what's going to happen? TV, uh, Channel 4 will come in and figure it out one day and then they'll buy them. 
Yep. And then everyone will be like, oh my God, OTT, it's the best British wrestling corporate. Dairy Girls. Father Ted. Oh yeah, great <laughs> British comedy. Yeah, Dairy Girls. Father Ted. Oh, yeah. I mean, but uh, you know, well, a big part of this show is making fun of RTE because yeah, how you, can you know? And they do it all the time. I mean, because if you didn't laugh, you'd cry. You'd cry. Yeah, you'd cry. I, again, the most bizarre thing in the world is with RTE's player. RTE player is our streaming service. I use that term very, very loosely. And um, it yeah, only see, works for the ads. It doesn't really work because a stream is like a constant, like continuous buffer. flow. You it's know, a buffer until the yeah. ads come. For Kerrygold, if you want to add for Kerrygold, it'll have them like you wouldn't believe. Or RTE and, isn't so much of a stream. It's more of like a one of those canals where you have to stop every couple of hundred, yeah. hundred feet with the gates to let yeah. the water. Yeah. I, but as I said, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, it is what it is, you know. But I, you know. I don't know why they don't just buy or uh, OTT, you know, or, or do some kind of deal. But I, look, it is what it is. As I said, from from doing the All Ireland Metal Project, again, stuff doesn't exist straight away in front of your preview, man. They're not yep. going to get it. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you'll get bought eventually. But we're going to try work for OTT more on the rewind. So keep it locked for that. Now, yep. switching gears to wrestling video games. So look. I don't know what you're... We haven't really planned this out for us. We haven't really talked about this before, but we are big gamers. We've kind of went on some tangents on some shows before. At the moment, your big platform is the Switch, man, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's what I play most. Well, that's the newest one I have. I'm, I'm still a fair regular player of my 360, GameCube, and N64. So how far did you go back? What was the first console you had? I had a Sega Mega Drive. Oh, brilliant. Me too. Sega yeah. Mega Drive. And I had... What was it? I think I had Royal Rumble on it. I never had any wrestling games on the, on the, I think like the first like wrestling game I had was uh, Warzone for the PlayStation 1, WWF Warzone. Oh yeah. And then Adshu, I remember, I remember, I remember Adshu came out, sorry, and I have the, I still have the limited edition memory card with WWF Adshu on it. Oh class. Yeah, it was very, very cool. I had Own Heart and I was just at, released just after Own Heart died, I'm like, Oh God, uh, that's a bummer. You know, <laughs> that's really sad. And and he might be about to be back if uh yeah, if it can work out a deal. If he if he's in the AEW game, that's true. That's true. You no, know? um, and he have worked out a deal. So I mean, it's more likely that he'll be in the AEW AEW game than in a WWE game. I don't think he's ever going to be in a WWE game again. Um, no, I wouldn't imagine so. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're doing the Owen Hart tournament. There's obviously going to be the presentation of the Owen Hart Cup. There's a lot of kind of nods and winks that it's either going to be Brett or Martha who presents it. So, mm. um, and obviously they have the Owen Hart t-shirt. So, I mean, there's, it would make sense. God, wouldn't it be lovely if he was like the last hidden character in the game? Like you got to beat the whole thing and then you get. Or, pre, or a pre-release character. That's the way I do it. Yeah. Pre-order. Um, you see, know. that's, see, that's the, I don't know if that's a generation or, not that we're a big generation difference, but I was always a generation behind with computers. So mm. I'm still of the mentality that when you buy the game, you get the entire game. Oh, yeah, no, I, I'm <laughs> like, look, I love that as well. That's that's the way it should be. But I mean, they're still going to make money. It's <laughs> yeah, not man, the reality. It's yeah. not, you know, and it's like, if you have to do it that way, at least do it in such a way that it's good. Like the one thing I will have to say about the new WWE games in general is that their actual DLC drops are quite good. 
you know, um, I mean, if you buy the season pass, you kind of get everything, you know, and luckily enough, I was able to get the whole thing for a review. Um, but, and thank you to 2K for that, but um, their, their release drops are quite good. You know, it's not like some games where it's like, here's two characters now, go away. <laughs> and just slam the door in your face. And do you just have to download them or do you have to pay for them? Um, if you get a season pass, it just auto downloads. <sighs> See, that, that bugged me so much. Yeah, no, it's fair. I mean, like, look, there's a bit of a generational gap between us, but it's not huge. Um, it's it's probably pretty significant in terms of uh, the actual uh, console generations. Because like I said, I went from Xbox 360 and then I just played all Stop. my old consoles yeah. until I got the Switch. Oh, yeah, no, that like would be... A that would year, be a year and a half ago. So Yeah, that, that would be significant. I mean, like, um, I still love the 360. The 360 is probably my favourite of... Of of any modern console, I think it's brilliant. It really oh, is. The games, it's just un- oh, it's untouchable. PlayStation Four was okay. I went from the three sixty to the PlayStation Four, then got a PlayStation Five, and I'm like, ah, oh, it sits over there, and it's all right. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're one of the few who managed to get. Ah, uh, well, that's because that's because that, there was that Twitter thing that had it, you know, and it was like dirt cheap. I was like, yeah, man, I don't, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll get it. Yeah. So I mean, if you want one, you can get one pretty easily. If you just, you know, there are ways on Twitter. Just someone, they just anytime there's a drop somewhere, you just go in and get it, you know. Um, but yeah, it, like the the Xbox 360 had some of the best games. But I mean, as I said, for me, I didn't play any of the games before the PlayStation One. And PlayStation One is when I started playing wrestling games. It's because I mean, like I had the Mega Drive. I loved it. It's my first. It's my you know, played it to death really. But then I started like realizing, oh, there's more out there. You start going out like I think the PlayStation One changed gaming as a whole like really did and uh that's you know warzone attitude uh smackdown smackdown 2 it's mad um when you think and also how... all the, sorry all the wcw games then as well obviously oh yeah of course and some of the wcw i mean we'll get into it but some of the wcw games were were awesome yeah um but it's mad when you think just how different the whole game and world would be if nintendo had of uh had it taken up Sony's offer to make the N64. Well, look, that's true. I mean, you know, you know, before we get into the obvious one, um, like I loved WCW Mayhem. I actually bought WCW Mayhem with my communion money. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, so I mean, that kind of shows you how old I was when that came out. Um, and Backstage Assault was horrendous. It was horrendous at the time and it was awful. But I mean, uh, I never had an N64. You know, I, I have one now. Uh, but obviously I have no attachment to it. But Hardcore Revolution was the one I really like, and Anarchy Rules on the, the PlayStation. I mean, because you used to, to go up to the market and get the dodgy Those chip. are the old uh, ECW games. The ECW one, yeah. And I remember, I don't know if you guys remember the, the dodgy chip that everyone had, <laughs> where you'd have to copy games. And that's how you'd run the games, and you'd disc swap. So I got to play like a rake of these games at like a massive fraction discount, because obviously you'd go up to the market, and that's where you got them, you know? Back in the day, um, see, see, because I always loved Nintendo, um, and you couldn't like, do that with the carts. You couldn't do that. Couldn't do, and I'd I go down, I'd see me friends, and they'd have like their PlayStation with the chip in it, and they'd be like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I just went to Jonesboro. I don't know anyone who knows Jonesboro is a big, fairly illegal market on the border." <laughs> <laughs> These markets, I mean, markets are kind of gone now, man. That's one thing that was like, like yeah, kind of gone, gone, yeah, gone now. Yeah, kind of gone now. Yeah, but uh, I'd have to save up for months to buy yeah. a game i remember saving for months to get a jet force gemini right 
and then my friends or my cousins would be like, oh yeah, Mal took us to Jonesboro the weekend. We got, you know, here's five, ga- five like, I might, games. Yeah. I mightn't get five games in the whole year. See, that was it. Yeah. It- five games for a tenner. Yeah, oh. I was wild. It was wild. And again, like that was the, I, you know, I think that's why some, um, why N64 uh, Nintendo did it. So they're like, oh, we can defeat pir- pir- uh, piracy by making a very, and I'll be honest with you, um, cracking Nintendo consoles is difficult. It's not difficult, but I mean, it's not easy. I mean, it, it's still quite hard to do. I, I remember when we were in, um, when I was in Maynooth, the Computer the Science Society, we used to like hack, um, 3ds's for fun we do do like uh hackathons where you'd like hack them in groups and it's not it's hard it's it's not as easy as you know hacking something else but i mean you know you do it obviously for educational purposes don't don't try it at home but um try it in a computer lab when you can write off as a college assignment um <laughs> which is what we did and uh yeah man like it makes sense. Nintendo's always been really good with their piracy control because they just like, here's a big block of plastic with a chip in it compared to a disc, which is what defeated the Dreamcast. Because the Dreamcast, again, you just burn it the right way and there you go. And there were some great wrestling games on the Dreamcast. Now, I don't know if you played Dreamcast before. I love the Dreamcast. I played it. I didn't own one, but a friend of mine always was the uh, kind of odd outsider. So he... Uh, bought a Dreamcast. He got big into um, what were they called? Do you remember the uh, mini discs? Oh, the mini disc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mini discs. Like everyone else was, it was either CD Walkmans or it was just before like MP3s and that came out. But he saw the mini discs. He was like, "That's the future." Also, oh, he <laughs> so he really was just the outsiders. Like whatever else anyone was going for, I'm just gonna got go everything. Got big into Blu-ray. Oh man, he's like, no, no Blu-ray for me. I'm going for uh, high definition DVDs, and you can only get Batman and Robin, and that's it. <laughs> and <laughs> that's it was, the only disc I've ever seen that is HD. That's Batman and Robin. That's it. And he was always right. Like it probably was the better technology. But it was. It just yeah. wasn't. It just wasn't the better marketed stuff. You know. Like, so the, the Dreamcast is the greatest console that's ever been made, legitimately. Like I mean, for its time, it's it's arcade perfect. Right, I mean, like you play a Dreamcast port, you're playing the arcade basically, right? It's a high high definition PlayStation One basically. So when you're playing EC, the ECW games are on it, you're playing that, and the WWE games are on it as well. Um, I mean, you're playing perfect running games, you know, no glitches, no nothing. Um, but <laughs> they're not marketed well, and also the piracy uh, thing was ridiculous. So uh, that's hilarious. Uh, it really is. That was the end. But yeah, so look, and then there was kind of that this big jump between PlayStation One to PlayStation Two, where like I remember playing, uh, just bring it and being like, oh whoa, I got it for Christmas one year. I got my PlayStation for Christmas, PlayStation Two for Christmas, and just bring it came out, and I was like, whoa, this is unreal, you know. And then shut your mouth came out, and you're like, whoa, this is unreal. And then here comes the pain coming, and you're like, this is the greatest game ever, <laughs> right? And then it kind of. It went quiet for a while, and there's SmackDown versus Raw series, and yeah, they were cool. I really like SmackDown versus. I like one and two. I love uh, 2006 so much that it came out for PlayStation Portable, and I still play it to this day because it's GM mode on it. You know, it never caught on as much SmackDown versus Raw as a, as a yeah. series of games. It never yeah. caught on as much as either 2K or the the series of SmackDown. Know your old. Here comes the pain. Yeah, all those. 
and you know, some of them are pretty bad. I'll be honest with you. Like some of them were not great. Uh, Legends of WrestleMania was not great. But I mean, <laughs> they, they were just kind of. I actually had it. I had it, and I had um, I, like pretty much all the Xbox 360 ones I have. I have a signed 2007 one from on the PlayStation 2 by William Regal and Fifth Finley. I met them That's in GameStop awesome. a couple of years ago. Yeah, they were super nice. I'll, I'll have to dig it out and take a picture. It's somewhere in my stack of games. Actually, it's not it's up there. It's over in my PlayStation games. It's over there. Um, and yeah, man, that was cool. But like, I, a lot of these games just kind of fell into meh, you know, like. And then I, I start digging through the older games. I, I think it's the partly games. because they know that uh, what sells a lot of these games is the license. Yeah. So you can make a pretty crappy. I mean, two K twenty is the is the standard bear. You can make. I, a pretty I like two K twenty. I'm just saying. I think two K twenty is the greatest game ever made. Well, <laughs> but is it for the same reason that no. you love late WCW? No. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It, um, I, it's wonderfully but the, broken. But the point is, you can uh, make these games fairly quick, and the the license alone, the WWE name on it alone, guarantees that it will so, sell a so, certain amount. So I don't remember what 2K it was. I think it was like 16 or 15. I wrote a review as a joke for a magazine I was working for at the time, where the whole thing was a Simpsons reference. <laughs> like it was a joke. Like it was a four-page article where the whole thing was a joke. Where it was like Malibu Stacy, she has a new hat, but she has a new hat, you know. <laughs> and that was the joke because <laughs> that's what they wear for a while. So yeah, I don't remember which one it was. It was well, for a terrible one anyway. I mean, I, I don't agree with the. So I don't think the whole two K partnership. Even I, I know you're saying two K twenty two is very good. It is legitimately. I don't, I don't think the two K partnership is a is a good idea. Because I don't think you need a wrestling game every year. No, like, um, but here's the thing: it's like FIFA. You don't need FIFA either. Like, the no. only thing about it is, at least with the wrestling games, and I will have to say, compared to a FIFA. Now, I'm not a football fan, right? Shock horror. But you know, all they do is just update the roster, and yeah. sometimes they don't even do that. And I mean, from a from a game design level, you're just taking the code base, changing one or two names, and there you go. And I mean. There are videos online where you can see people have done that. I mean, if you were to look at the code base, it would, it would probably be identical. All right. That's but why I've least, been. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, but at least with the 2K games, they do kind of add things. Like 2K19 is probably one of the best wrestling games, like legitimate wrestling games ever. It's fantastic. And what's cool is when you get them for the PC, people have modded them. So, I mean, there are AEW games out there now that are modded that are based on 2K19. You can, yeah. you know, you have a decent PC, you can go and play these games. And I mean, that's cool. But then the argument is, well, why should you have to make your own wrestling game? Some people like to code them. I mean, modding's a huge thing. But Oh, massive. There, there are amazing. And I'm, I'm jealous that I'm not more computer literate and, mm. and more into this because there are unbelievable looking modded versions of No Mercy out there oh, yeah. that I would just well, give my left arm to play it. Well, that's a way to that, Then I wouldn't be able to play it. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, give away other things, not your yeah. that's things you need to play. My left foot, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, that's how I got into wrestling modding. That's how I discovered um, emulators, actually. My friend Chris was like, oh, let's play No Mercy. I'm like, oh, what's that? Because like, he had, we had like AJ Styles and everything. I'm like, 
oh, that's weird you know and then did, did he have and this was what what 10 15 years ago um but now you can just get them and i mean there are ways and means um to get them you buy the game and then you mod it like but from an actual console release you don't really get that with the playstation 4 playstation 5 or the xbox games or it's mainly as pc so i mean that kind of sucks for everybody you know and it's, it's weird now like i as i said i'm really enjoying 2k 22 but i mean next year would i buy 2k would i buy the new one i don't know i mean it would have to be a, a marked improvement but to be fair if your if your worry was is 2k 20 is a better 2k 20 yes by a country mile by anyone's country mile by a, a planet yeah it is it works it's great there's a lot more modes in it it's cool you know i think one of the things that has me sort of quietly confident about the AEW game is the fact that they don't have a hard deadline mm. they're not they're not sort of rushing to get it out on time yeah. they are just building the game and the game will be ready when it's ready um i sort of get the feeling that it's not going to be it's like you're going to have this game and they'll probably come out with DLCs and different Obviously. Obviously, yeah. but I think once this game comes out I think that's your AEW game for a few years I mean look the way I would do it is I would release and I, this is what I think uh, anyway, I know why football games don't do it but release a good game release a good build every five years and then release DLC amazing yeah and there you go and I mean like okay you have your core game because the code base is the same, you're not going to break it. You only need you only really need to update it every three to five years, realistically. Um, and, and spend that three to five years making a sequel good. that's worth buying, that's exactly. different, that's yeah. You know, and that's and that's kind of what I think AW should do. You know, if they're going to do it, like right, have your core game, and then DLC. And again, we've said this: the DLC could be like what I would do. Your DLC is your New Japan. Your DLC is your Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Your DLC is your Ring of Honor. Your DLC even, is your... Well, Ring of Honor is a really good one. I actually... Maybe it's too late in the development process, but I, I hope they can put Ring of Honor into it. But they probably, see, notice what I'm saying. If you do it that way, you can have your DLC. Like, you can actually just strike up a deal yeah. with Impact going, look, lads, you're never getting a game again. But... but I, I would, I would, ta- I would time it with the show. I would be, like, a month ahead of Blood and Guts. I'd be like... Blood and Guts DLC coming out, mm. you know. Yeah. But have you heard the, because uh, if you haven't, it'd be interesting to get your take on it. Have you heard what the name of the AEW game is going to be? Fight Forever, isn't it? AEW Fight Forever, yeah. What do you think? Kind of hate it. Do you? Yeah. I quite, I quite like it. It's like, to me, it goes back to the likes of Shut Your Mouth, No I Mercy, don't know. Here I... Comes the Pain. It's, it's not just the yearly update. Yeah, I mean, actually, that's a very, I didn't think of it. I just, it kind of comes off as cheesy, you know, like real cheesy. So I would have been like all in or, you know, double. Well, I, like I assume they just call it dynamite. But uh, yeah, I mean, I thought they want, it means they want something kind of a little bit different. And I mean, all right, fair enough, you know. But that, that's another thing that makes me think it's going to be something that sticks around. And then yeah, whatever the, the next, whenever the next game comes out in a couple of years, it'll be something else. AW. WWE, WWE this, this is AW. awesome, or AW. <laughs> Hopefully not, Jesus. <laughs> God, back, back to watching old classic wrestling for me. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's back to the network for me. Oh man, but um, okay, right. So let's let's kind of go through some of our favorites here because we kind of talk generally about it and where it is, right? So, 
Uh, let's do this, way, Martin. So, top five in no particular order. If you were to recommend, if you were to recommend games that like people should play. Okay. Um, so we'll 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 you do one, I'll do one, and we'll go back and forward. Okay. Uh, do you want me to go first? Yeah, go first. Yeah, go. On. Okay, so the rest of these will be in no particular order. Okay. But for me, and I know this is always a bone of contention between Nintendo and 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 Sony fans. For me, WWF No Mercy to this day has never been bettered. Is just mm. the best wrestling game I've ever played. It's yeah. like that old. Uh, that Simpsons meme, you know, at home we're walking down the street kicking a can going, I don't even know why they need to release new wrestling games. Everybody knows they achieved perfection with No Mercy. Well, I mean, you know, so if anyone doesn't know who No Mercy is, one, you're probably not listening to the show. Or actually, you probably are because we're on there to the basis, but you're definitely not listening to the Rewind. So uh, No Mercy was released in 19, 2000. Um, it was made by Aki or Akai. Uh, the Japanese wrestling company that, or development company, electronics company that made WCW, NWO, Thunder and Revenge, right? So if you haven't played those games, they're actually really good too. They're basically the exact same game, but with a WCW skin. Uh, you can get them on the PlayStation N64. And all that was perfected with WWE uh, No Mercy, which again, like, I, I agree. It, for me, I don't have the nostalgia for it because I didn't grow up on the N64. I hate the controller as well. So the controller does me mad when I play it. Oh, sacrilege. No, it's not. I'm sorry, it's not. It's I, the worst, I think it's, worst one ever. I think it's just because um, I grew up with it. And I I mean, I played my N64 to death. That's fair. Um, I can't. I hate it. So and much. I think it's just muscle memory. It just it feels natural to me, the, the three <laughs> prongs. It does. No, it's it so doesn't. weird. No, it it's so weird. It feels, it feels so natural to me. The no. Three <laughs> I'm getting the stock column syndrome. Uh, I'm getting the uh, what do you call it? The updated version of it for the Switch. You can oh, get an old N64 controller and play your Switch with it. Um, no, as soon I, as they come back on the market. So I hacked a, an Xbox. The Xbox the original Xbox is the best emulation machine ever, right? Um, and I have an N64. I have like a, emulating N64 is really hard to do, even today. I mean, if you have a, like a really good computer, you're still going to have a problem with it. The only thing that actually runs N64 games Even well, Nintendo can't do it properly because the yeah, no, Switch the o- Online is dung. The only one that works is an original Xbox. So buy an original Xbox, and I, I love it. It's great, and I love, I'm love. i the same with the original Xbox controller. I like the, I like the Duke, the big one, you know? Um, but that's how I play them because I can't do them any other way. Um, but yeah, sorry, that's fantastic. No, look, it is great. <laughs> uh, it's a really good pick, man. I, honestly, I have to say great. what I think I love about it and what puts it over the edge for me, because I would always go down to my cousins and my friends, mm. and they would have, here comes the pain. Um, and I get what they loved about it. It was, I have to admit that the SmackDown games were much flashier yeah. than, than crisper. Yeah. WrestleMania 2000 and No Mercy. They were much flashier. Yeah. Um, and they had a much more uh, realistic aesthetic, where the aesthetic, whereas the N64 one was slightly blocky. Mm. But, what got it for me was that see all that stuff, see throwing someone off the cage and you know off the cell and through the fire and that you could do all that on the PlayStation. Yeah, that all got old fairly quickly. Right. But what kept No Mercy going was the gameplay is yeah. so perfect, it's so brilliantly balanced, and all the moves in it feel like they have weight to them. They yeah. feel like they feel like are like there's a an impact to them. I always found the SmackDown games and even modern um, games, I find them a wee bit floaty. The 
uh, N64 games always had weight and impact to them. And that meant that once you got past all the flash, once you got past the cool entrances and the real videos and, you know, the higher quality thing of music, once it came down to just having matches, I could sit and play that game all day. Fair. No, absolutely fair. Um, I'm going to go with a different pick. I, I really like the games on the Xbox. So Raw 2 is super fun. For the same reason that you said, it's it's flashy kind of, but it's just the gameplay is great. I mean, me and my friend had a had a ZZW style match where we had fifty chairs in the ring, just to see what would happen, and I just think that's really fun. Now, is it the best wrestling game? No, but it is really fun. Like Raw One was a bit of a train wreck. Raw Two is quite good. It has um, Hell in a Cell TLC Raw Rumble, and it's um it's quite good. Like it is really really good. I have to say, there's some cool features in it, and also you could actually put your own tracks on it. So when you wanted to create whatever, you could actually put your own tracks into it, which was super fun. That's awesome. See, yeah. I always missed out on that with the uh, the consoles that had CDs, uh, yeah. because the cart is the cart, and that's the it. The cart is the cart, and that's it, yeah. Yeah, you can't bring in like your own music, or, I mean, obviously there's limited editing, creator rest and all that, but you had much more scope when you were on PlayStation <laughs> or Xbox. So what's your next pick there? I'm going to go with, and it's it's only one that I've played um, a few times, but I found, I, I, I'm really, really hoping that it comes out on Switch because it's so deep and it's maybe a bit less arcadey and requires a bit more commitment, but uh, Fire Pro Wrestling. That's a good pick. Yeah, Fire Pro Wrestling. I know uh, Bryn hosted this show. Is, he actually loved it so much. He bought me a version of it for the for the PC and I actually, I got it for the PlayStation 4. It's really good. So um, uh, it looks like the AEW game may or may not still up in the air come out on Switch. And yeah. if it doesn't, um, I'm going to get myself an Xbox Series S. And I have a list of games that I'm getting if if I get my hands on, a, on an Xbox. And Fire Pro Wrestling is one of them. Because oh, it, you'd love it. Yeah. It looks so... Um, deep like there's it is, yeah. so much to it and also the the gm mode on it is better than the one on uh 2k that, well that's the thing it looks like something if i had like time like you know maybe like a couple of days off work around the holiday or something around christmas something like that i could just get buried into that you need to get yourself covid <laughs> 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 you get a couple of days off. No, not that we're recommending you guys get COVID. Obviously, stay safe. But you know, if you if you did happen to, I mean, there you go. Your your time sorted. I mean, I didn't get a chance to play any games. I was too sick. But it is what it is. Um, uh, it's a real bloody illness, isn't it? It is. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> thinking. You're sucks. thinking to yourself. Oh, deadly! Have the old Rona week oh. off work, and you're like, oh no! Turns out I'm incredibly ill. I'm in bits. <laughs> um, uh, it, it, it's the old joke about you know having money when you're an adult you know you have all this money to buy stuff and you can't even have no time to play games <laughs> and then when you do you play modern games it's like oh, a 42 hour uh, sorry 42 gig update you're like alright well that's the, that's the hour and a half I had for games gone <laughs> just sit there and watch TV or or you save up a couple of money to uh, a couple of quid to buy the latest game and then Russia invades Ukraine and suddenly you need to spend all your money on gas to heat the yeah. house. Yeah, it's always one thing after another. Um okay, so my next pick is obviously WWE SmackDown, here comes the pain. Ah, oh, go for it. So I mean a safe pick, a very safe pick, but 
for all the reasons that you want. I mean, it is one of those games that, well, like, even non-wrestling fans will love it. This is a game when you'd play, you go up to your mates, you had the multi-tap, and, you know, you do the, the, the six-way Hell in a Cell or uh, Elimination match. Chamber, Ladder Match. This was great. You know, it had the Legends as well. It was, it's one of those games that, look, it's not my favorite of the series, but it is incredible. And, it is, you know, it would be wrong if we didn't mention it on the list. So that's my pick. Oh, yeah. It's, it's one of those things that it would be more noteworthy if it was omitted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, yeah. there are some weird picks I have, but I mean, you know, we have to go with this one. So number three for you, man. Uh, WWF WrestleMania. So okay, which uh, one? It's a port. Oh, WF, F WrestleMania. Yeah, F yeah. WrestleMania. So it's a port of the arcade game. I think it was out on uh, Super Nintendo and PlayStation One. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. And it's it was the, the one you can play it now in Token in Dublin if you want to play the, the actual. Yeah, yeah. Oh, arcade places always still yeah. have it, uh, but it's the one you know. It's not exactly realistic. It's like the Undertaker pulls out a, a headstone and hits you with it or Bret Hart shoots hearts at you or you know Yokozuna whenever you hit him really hard he like sweats like like chicken drumsticks and stuff well it, it's developed by Midway who are the guys that made Mortal Kombat so it's basically Mortal Kombat with a wrestling skin over it oh yeah it is, it's not uh, a wrestling it's not a wrestling emulator <laughs> no it's, 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 it's a fighting game basically it's a beat em up with, uh, like you say, a wrestling skin over it. Uh, but oh, it's very fun. It's very fun. It's fun. Uh, for me, it was nice just to be able to pick my favorite characters. And uh, yeah, again, like with a lot of computer games, it's maybe not the best in the world subjectively, but it uh, has a kind of a nostalgia for myself. I know. I actually, I didn't, I remember when it came out. Um, but I didn't really play it until recently when I started going to Token. And I was like, this game's actually really good because I'm a big Mortal Kombat fan, so I've always enjoyed Mortal Kombat. And um, yeah, no, it's a solid pick. Next one for me is, I mentioned it, WCW Mayhem came out in 1999 um, for the N64, PlayStation, and Game Boy Color. Game Boy Color I haven't played, but uh, the yeah, look, it, it it's I think it's fun. I think it's the best it's not the best WCW game. I think that goes to the Aki ones, obviously. But I mean, for this one, I just really enjoyed a lot of what it brought to the table. The the pay-per-view venues were great. The sets were cool. The roster was nice and deep. Shivani and Heaton are given actually really good um, commentary. Um, it was I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, the Wolf Pack and stuff was there. I, I, I enjoyed the way they had the menus. And when we we're going back and watching... WCW from around this time, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun because um, now it makes a lot more. There's there's nostalgia there that wasn't there before. You know what I mean? Because uh, it was relevant when it came out, and that's the last time I really played it was when it was relevant. Jericho and Raven are in, and anytime Raven's in a game, I'm like absolutely, it's oh. crazy, you know. But he was gone. They were gone, and they were in WDB at the time. You know, or Raven was back Especially, in. Especially man, ECW WCW Raven was. Amazing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going into some EQW shows so we can watch Good Raven. Definitely. Really uh, looking forward to that. But, uh, yeah, sorry. I saw another pick there, just real quick, because there are two kind of slash yeah. the ECW games. Right, so Anarchy Rules 
being the one I go for because it's so mad, 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 mad. Like there's a there's a inferno. Sorry, not a inferno match. There's a brimstone match where you just throw people into fire and they go on fire. I actually remember that one. Yeah, and then there is uh, the, awesome. ros- the roster was good. like it wasn't a great game. It was pretty much attitude. It was the exact same engine as Attitude and Warzone. And it played the same way, but it had a dumpster match, uh, a tables match, Rage in a Cage, a backlot brawl, and a Brimstone match. So, I mean, it was fun. I had a good time uh, with it when it came out. I'd never played again, but it didn't really do well. So that's why I'm kind of just mentioning it to be like, these were bizarre games that came out at the same time. So, next pick, number four. Uh, for me, and I actually think this is a bit of a missed opportunity, because if you're going to go all in, okay, firstly, let me say, I could just do all five by just going, No Mercy, WrestleMania 2000, WCW NWO Revenge, WCW NWO Tour, uh, but, you know, like you were saying, they're all sort of versions of each other. Yeah. So instead, what I'm going for is WWE All-Stars. Oh, interesting pick. So it's the real souped up. Uh, arcadey version like the, the wrestlers are all like roided up 1980s versions mm. of themselves and it, what I think about it was though it was a real missed opportunity because it was very limited to it had all these ridiculous moves and it had the big over the top stuff but it limited itself to just in ring uh, singles matches or tag matches mm. and, like there was such an, a missed opportunity there to make it absolutely ridiculous, pull in your hell in a cell, your ladders backstage, you know, battering out into the street. Um, and I think what All Stars really was, was a, just a demo for what that game could have been. Mm-hmm. I know that they tried again recently with Battlegrounds and I haven't really played it and... I mean, have you? I, I don't particularly want to. <laughs> I, I got Battlegrounds for free uh, on PlayStation Plus, and it's pretty yeah. terrible. <laughs> it's it's that pretty pause. terrible. That pause it's, it's, says it all. Oh, it's pretty terrible. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't like it. I, I don't like anything about it. Uh, would it void? I really would avoid. Well, if there's a version of All Stars somewhere online that you can download for less than a fiver i'd give it a go yeah no that's fair that's fair i think it's a and what's cool about that was all stars actually linked in with that year's 2k uh, not 2k the smackdown versus raw so you could actually play oh, cool you could play it as well and or uh, and then i think uh, legends of wrestlemania did the same thing as well so that was cool and i thought that was a really cool like feature um, I'm going to go with... So somebody... How did they go ahead and develop that level of feature, but then not develop the actual game? That... I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> game game development is expensive and time-consuming, I'll be honest with you. Um, WWE two, uh, SmackDown versus Raw 2006. Now, the game I don't really like. Right, The actual game itself I don't like. What I do like is that I can play this on the PlayStation, on the PSP, and I can always, always, always have GM mode with me. So I play this one all the time. Play it all the time. Yeah. Like, I, I love it. Come here, really you've good. talked about this a few times. What is it that makes the GM mode so special? I just like it, you know, because like, when, tra- when you're traveling or when you're, because I do a lot of traveling from, you know, either work or on tour or anything like that. I mean, you just want to ha- ha- pass, you know, 90 minutes. 
you know it's like why you play like um recently I, so i've started playing civilization on the vita and it's the same kind of thing it's like it's a good solid hour 90 minutes you can just sit there and play it and it's not graphic intention you're not you know you can just kind of sit back relax and play it. and that's what i like about it i think it's really cool but i mean you can go deeper as well you can have proper feuds and all that kind of stuff and i just think it's a really really it's like the best mobile game ever and i can't that's why i can't believe wwe didn't do it for 15 years i know aew did they released it on android and ios and i mean it's the same reason why people like the soccer management games you know yeah i'm a, I'm a big fan of uh any kind of management sim games talked about it on the show a couple of times where I really like, you know, uh, Hacker Simulator and Planet Zoo and Internet Cafe Simulator and City Skylines and Startup, you know, I just really enjoy them. Um, so to have that with my favorite mode ever is great. So, I mean, it's totally worth it. So, I mean, you can get it cheap on the PSP and I mean, of course you can't, PSPs are not expensive, but you can get it and uh, yeah, man, it'll just be there and it's, it's you, wonderful. Do you think they'll ever come out with like a dial simulator and like a Stormont DLC you can download. <laughs> oh man, that's cool. That's cool. What was it? I don't know. Actually, there is a good game for that uh, government call, uh, government simulator is what's called um, Democracy, Democracy Tree. And you actually can run countries and run. Oh, different- mad. That's so cool. Uh, Democracy 4, Democracy 4, I think came out, but 3 is the last one I have and you can get, you can get Ireland and, Northern Ireland is that. So yeah, if you really want it, you can you can run them, you know. Uh what was I gonna say? Next pick for you there, dude. Right. So much like your uh, last pick, this is not a game that I thought was very good, but it had a feature that I really loved. So it's uh Legends of Wrestling. Yes. Um and what I loved about it was that the uh so the gameplay wasn't great. No. Um this was the one that came out. Uh, in between when everything kind of collapsed, WCW, ECW, it was released by Acclaim, the people who made um, Warzone and stuff. They made this. Actually, a good friend of the show de- developed these, Brian Shields. He worked on the PR. I tried to get him on, actually, so we can talk, interview him. Because I interviewed him a couple of years ago. But uh, go on. Sorry. Good, good man, Brian. I hope the bits that I liked are the ones you were responsible <laughs> for. Uh, so, like I said, the gameplay was not very good. Uh, even the story mode had these infuriating things where you had to win the matches in really specific ways that were just kind of yeah. awkward to do and that but what you would get was between the matches the um cutscenes were basically just footage from like uh you know like wrestlemania 3 where hogan slamming andre and you got these really cool basically just like video packages mm. um and I think, I think it was because uh, at the time I didn't have internet uh, where I was living and kind of, you know, sure, all the old wrestling was if you could get a certain VHS, you know, but it was just sort of whatever you happened to stumble across. And I just loved that it had all these amazing WrestleMania and, and wrestling moments cut into these really high quality, like mm-hmm. WWF quality video packages Man, sometimes I would stick the game on and just skip through the matches and just watch the watch the cutscenes. Fair. And I mean, you know, that's why some of the picks here on this, they're not just as if you can just do the full list. But for me, I think it's a a bit more of a service to kind of dig through. And like features are why you buy wrestling games. I mean, I love 2K 
uh, 20 because of the story mode. Uh, how crazy it was. But I mean, like, it predicted everything that happened in 2020 to a T. The rise of The Fiend, the rise of empty arena matches, um, the the cinematic stuff with The Undertaker. I mean, it's all there. I can't believe it. Like, you're playing it, you're like, this is really spooky. It's the top of one of the most yankiest games ever made. So, I mean, I, I love 2K20. I think it's a horrible train wreck mess, but uh, it, I, I have to. It did give us I some bought amazing. It three times. I bought it twice. Some amazing, like, GIFs and memes and stuff oh, from, the, from the glitches in it. I mean, don't play the game. Just the feature of it alone is great, yeah. But um, it's funny. From some to wrap it up, going from two K twenty to two K twenty two, the amount of people that just aren't there anymore is hilarious. You're like, oh. the entire roster's just gone. So I mean, even going back to some of the games, there are cool games where you can just play and you have the roster. I mean, like two K nineteen has a really nice deep roster, and I mean that's the one that a lot of people play. A lot of people who talk to now, they're like, I just like that one. And I mean, that's their game of choice. And it's like, yeah, man, cool. You know, and to be fair, if that was the way it was going to go, I mean, all right, cool. And that's why feature is important. So I'll be, I'll be interested to see what 2K add if they are developing next next year. What's um, the what's the bets you get uh, rather than or so what do you think? Will they save it for next year or do you think as a DLC you'll get like the Rhodes package of Cody Rhodes, you'll have Dusty uh, yeah, Rhodes. No. You yeah, love Stardust. Gold, gold dust, Stardust, yeah. I mean, if they have Stardust, I'd buy it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Stardust is the greatest gimmick ever. He is. <laughs> I, rem- I remember the, the last week, uh, or, or maybe the week before on the show, Dara sent me the link to Stardust's debut, which I'd never seen. And, That's wonderful, uh, isn't it? It is a debut. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm, he's missing out. I mean, like... I'm just saying, folks, you know, if you don't listen to the Rewind, you know I'm a huge fan of Stardust, a huge fan of uh, damaged Cody Rhodes and dashing Cody Rhodes. I mean, the man work. is they'd have, they'd, have, they'd have to paint over the neck tattoo. Wouldn't work. Oh, that'd be a serious. I mean, <laughs> can't believe they sat down and let him do that to himself. It's like, <laughs> it's so horrible. <laughs> it's just there the whole time. Oh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm I'm getting a wrestling rewind tattoo done just here. <laughs> I mean, it would be equivalent to that, and then everyone being like, "Yeah," and you can't even cover that up, like. But no, some DLC packs that are coming out for 2K22. There's the Bazanza pack, so that's like Yokozuna, Maga, Mukishi, uh, etc. The most wanted pack: Cactus Jack, the Boogie Man, Vader. Uh, the stand backpack, uh, Hurricanes, Daisy Keebler. These are weird choices. The clown in the round pack, Doink the Clown, Ronda Rousey. I don't know how they're linking these together. And then uh, the whole damn pack, Rob Van Dam, Logan Paul, Machine Gun Kelly, LA Knight, uh, Commander Z. See, this, these are this weird. annoys Very me weird. so much. Why, are they, why do they not just come with the game? I mean, I don't know. I look I, the NWO DLC was pretty cool and that was released with it and then the the Undertaker Immortal pack. Here's the one though, right? So the version I got to review had the Undertaker pack there, right? And how I won GM mode is I just had five Undertakers on my <laughs> my roster. So I mean, like every match was like everyone five stars. It's like I think this was an exploit. You should have <laughs> probably should have removed. 
<laughs> so you can beat the game in about well, half an hour by just having the Undertaker uh, in everything, holding all the belts. So you can't have all the Triple H's because that's the way I normally play it, where I have like six Triple H's holding all the belts. Six Triple H's, so that's yeah. 18 H's. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, Martin, that's going to do it for this edition of the Wrestling Rewind Near to No Basis non-canon crossover special spectacular. Boom, you got it. We didn't so, think you get it, but you no, got it. I got it. So before we get out of here, Martin, is there anything you want to plug, anything you want to... Uh, to share with the good people on Phoenix 92.5 FM. No, but it's heading for 12 o'clock and I have training in the morning, but now all oh. I want to do is boot up No Mercy. And I mean, you can do both. Play my, play my little heart away. Well, what I'd say is, you know, go to bed and then tomorrow, play No Mercy. Tomorrow. Tomorrow I have to cut the lawn and trim the hedges. And... Uh, well, I can't help you there. <sighs> this, I get... is what we, this is what we were talking about. We thought being an adult would be all computer games and it's it's not. it's not no it's not like i'm doing we're a gig tomorrow and i'm to... like i have work the next day it's just, yeah <laughs> just like oh man come on you know but yeah no i feel it i feel it but look folks if you enjoyed this show please let us know uh you can reach us uh at um the un- uh sorry the underscore rewind to reach us on the rewind and no media at gmail.com is you want to talk to any of us and uh, again we're on our social media uh near to know basis uh is the show near to know media.com is where you can reach everything they're all there. Uh, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all that good stuff. We're not very hard to re- not very hard to find, not very hard to reach. We'll be back next week here on uh, well on the rewind. Martin, what's coming up next on the rewind? It's uh, WCW. It's the Halloween one. Havoc. Halloween uh, Havoc. Oh, tonight. nice. Yeah, so with if, with the set. If nothing else, we get the lovely set. It's it's the uh, it's not the. Uh, Warrior Hogan one is it that was 98 no was that was 98 no this is so Hogan is gone from, from oh, our time god yeah week. Hogan's gone after the the from Russo farce yeah 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 um, so but no, here, no, look, I haven't even looked at the, it yet if nothing else Halloween Havoc always a great set I'm excited I, I, I'm i looking forward to it again what, I like to go into those shows cold because I haven't seen them in 20 years so I've literally no idea what, what's going we're going to boot it up and have a look again that's coming up uh Next week, we, we're probably going to tape during the week and then put it out. So we don't really know yet. But if not, that's our next one on the timeline. And um, then on near to no basis, well, I don't know, guys. We we don't do a show plan normally. So tune, tune in and see what we're going to talk about. I think we're going to talk about Moon Knight. Uh, I think it's the next the next thing on the re- on uh, near to no basis. But we'll Ooh. figure it out. But yeah, guys, thank you so much. We will talk to you here on Phoenix 92.5 FM, near to no basis and the rest of the rewind. Okay, guys. Alright, so you're listening to the podcast, you're like, hey, I'm not in Ireland, how do I get in touch? Well, TuneIn has you covered. That's how you can check us out live when we're on the radio. Um, you go to TuneIn and download the app, or you can check out the live streams on nairthnomedia.com or phoenix92.5 FM. If you want to get in contact with us, it's very easy. Media everywhere. Media on Twitter. Media Instagram. Media on Twitch. Media at gmail.com if you want to reach out via email. Hope to hear from you soon. Hey, Dara, why you doing over there in Ireland? Like with the freaking leprechauns and everything. That's not cool. You should be over there with the cosplayers. At least then you'd like, I don't know, with Jerry, you got, I don't know, some kind of thing going on. Yeah, with you. You
I love it. All I do is just believe in the heart. Check out the rest of Rewind here on Phoenix 92.5 FM every Tuesday at 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. And of course, over on NerdToKnowMedia.com, the only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.